five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. We're going to talk about Tom Fishburne today. I'm giving the whole show. I think he deserves it. Okay, it's the 20th anniversary of Marketunist, and so uh, Marketing Week has put together a little a little thing about Tom Fishburne and um, a little video, and they selected his top 10. Uh, top 10 cartoons, or I think they let him pick the top 10 that he liked, and then they let people vote on it. And so let's watch a little bit of this and uh, just a teaser. Here we go. I am the creator of Marketunist. In October 2002, I first started drawing this weekly cartoon on the world of marketing, which means it's now been 20 years. To celebrate this 20-year anniversary, I've picked 20 cartoons from the archives from product proliferation to the metaverse. And I'm gonna walk through a little bit of the backstory on each one. Flanker Madness, this was from May 2003. There's a shopper in the grocery store looking at the aisle in front of them. Fudge covered, fudge mint covered, fat free, reduced fat, double stuff, triple stuff, quadruple stuff. And this is only the Oreo section? I just want a cookie. I drew this cartoon in the first year of Marketunist. I was a newly minted associate marketing manager for a yogurt brand. I feel like much of what I've tried to do with this cartoon is highlight the consumer point of view as a way to poke fun at marketing myopia. Brand loyalty, May 2005. Uh, this cartoon takes place in a church and there's a woman getting married to a brand. She's saying, and I promise to be loyal, forsaking all other brands, unless your competitor is on deal, you're out of stock, we're just not meeting my need states at the time. I drew this cartoon partly in response to Kevin Roberts's recently published Love Marks book, which trumpeted this idea of brands inspiring loyalty beyond reason. I thought there was something innately funny in that level of brand loyalty. This was five years before Byron Sharp famously picked up like some Apple. of those Love Mart <laughs> assumptions and how brands grow. <laughs> five stages of missing plan. This was from June 2008. Cartoon has a bar chart with sales line trending downward. First stage is denial. I'm confident we'll make it all up by Q4. Second stage, anger. Who came up with this crazy plan anyway? Third stage, bargaining. We'd be on plan if it weren't for the weather, the economy, the election, depression. What will this do to my bonus? Acceptance. I accept that this plan was totally unrealistic and created by sadists. I drew this cartoon in the midst of the 2008 financial crisis with marketers who were really on the front lines just trying to keep businesses running in the midst of some of the fallout. At the time, I was actually living in London helping launch a US-based brand in the UK. And uh, I spent a lot of time thinking about uh, where I was in relation to plan and just trying to keep the doors open. Mission statement. This one was from January 2011. There were a group of people in a conference room looking at a screen and the slide looks like a Mad Lib. Guided by a heartfelt adjective focus on cliche, another cliche, and yet another cliche, we will strive to long-winded phrase, delivering big aspirational word to our vague group. And one's saying quality, and the other one's like, we have already used that. Um, I find that the more that brands talk about purpose, the more they sound alike. I remember stumbling upon a website at one point that collects and anonymizes the mission statements of different brands and companies. And without the names, it's impossible to tell which was which, even for brands that are from totally different industries. 
Okay, well, that's enough of a sample. He goes all the way up to the present day, which is a lot of fun. And the link is in this PDF that I'm going to bring up today. Well, not this one, but the other one. And uh, But I just wanted to talk about today's, uh, today's cartoon. Our marketing plan is simple. We just need to focus our CRM and our CMS <laughs> on higher AB on ABM for higher CLV and lower CAC while AB testing our CTA and UX for CRO and hope we can get some WOM, but don't ask me about ROI. I like this conclusion. And he says WTF. <laughs> He's probably the chief financial officer. <laughs> Just a little joke there. Okay. I recently dis I heard... The, the way marketers speak as jargon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> I think jargon monoxide is produced by every part of a business, but marketers are particularly adept at jargon monoxide poisoning. <coughs> it's ironic that the business discipline in charge of communications has such a hard time communicating what it does without jargon. There are, very, very, there are multiple varieties of jargon monoxide, from overly technical acronyms like the one in this cartoon to technical buzzwords to the rainbows and unicorns poetry that often comes out of our conversations on brand purpose. The first time I realized I was guilty of jargon monoxide poisoning happened as a marketer of yogurt brand visiting a manufacturing facility in a rural part of Michigan. <clears throat> after, it, after we took turns presenting parts of our marketing plan to different shifts coming straight out of production lines, much of the language you, we used regularly in the marketing ivory tower back at headquarters fell flat. To be more effective, marketers need to remove themselves from the silo of marketing and learn to speak to and learn the and learn to speak the languages of everyone else. This is important across the whole span of organization, from factory floor to boardroom. <clears throat> if a CFO wants to talk about return to shareholders and the CMO is talking about the number of followers, you've got a communications problem. If the CEO wants to talk about business strategy and the CMO wants to talk about TV advertising campaigns, you have a communications issue. CMOs need to become fluent in the language of strategy, business goals, business KPIs, return on sales, and business ROI. If they want to have influence, they should be able to exert in the C-suite. Absolutely. I've been saying that for years. And, in fact, I have a webinar. Maybe I'll put the link in, um, but it's basically how to talk to the CFO. If you're not getting – if your budget is getting cut, 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 um, it's because you have no credibility. It's because you can't show the CFO how a dollar goes into marketing and out comes two, three, four, five, ten dollars $10. Okay? $10 is about the return on ad spend you need to get a decent – return on investment, believe it or not, right, by the time it's all boiled down. If you want to get a 300% return on investment, which is about what you need to keep a business really tapping along, you need to get about a about $10 return on ad spend. Nobody even shoots for that. <clears throat> anyway, every brand on, you know, August 2021, <clears throat> essence, all the brands hubris in one word, Purpose, why that hubris is good for the world. Promise, how that hubris is good for consumers. Values, the same cliches used by everyone. Reasons to believe a word salad of buzzwords no one understands. <clears throat> and that's what we all pitch. I, I, um, 
We just have to amplify digital, experiential, transformational, social influencer engagement if we want to do, wait, what do we want to do again? Gesundheit, right. Um, and here's the marketing dashboard that doesn't make a bit of sense. Okay, so so market, so marketing week uh, took on the marketunist, the top marketunist, the, the, the job of finding the top marketunist cartoons of all time. Okay, <clears throat> he's got, a, Tom Fishman's got over 900 cartoons in the past 200, <laughs> that's 20 years. And the industry's favorite has been, has been chosen. This, this particular show might need a little of this. We need to stay focused on marketing priorities and not get distracted by every shiny new, look, squirrel. <laughs> yeah, that is probably my favorite cartoon of Market Tunist, okay? It was voted the industry's favorite Market Tunist cartoon uh, with a 23.5% of the vote. Not probably as high as it should be. Uh, <laughs> we should be more more united on this. And then the next one, the second place, was the brand, I Promise to be Loyal, Forsaking All Other Brands, which Tom talked about in the little video that we watched. Here's a link to the video. We'll link right out of the PDF if you go over to WDMA.org. <clears throat> We've got some big things in the works that we're working on behind the scenes, which I'm not going to tell you about today. But we are going to have a jingle mingle in mid-December, and I'll be sending out emails, so watch your email box. As you know, I email voraciously <laughs> at this time of year, which means like you'll get, be lucky to get one every two or three months. So don't be afraid of being on our email list because there isn't much... <laughs> You know, I do my best to keep you informed. Uh, also, join the WDMA.org uh, face, not Facebook, LinkedIn group. And you'll probably, if you pay any attention to LinkedIn, we'll see an invitation there. I might also message you if you're one of our most loyal members and subscribers. Anyway, have a great day. <clears throat> like and share. Share. Hit share. And your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye. Let's... End on a good note here. Okay, bye.